بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته well, praise and thanks to you, sorry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. It is a, a privilege and pleasure to be uh, able to talk about this topic and I must say from the outset that it is a topic that we are very emotional about and uh, it carries a lot of weight with, I think, everyone who would tune into such a topic. And... Uh, the last couple of weeks have been interesting to say the least and one of the interesting dimensions of the last couple of weeks was the rude awakening that we've had as far as the prevalence and the presence of racism and Zionism within our own communities and I think because we are finding ourselves in the year 2021 where we are dealing with global pandemics, um, electricity shortages uh, water shortages, etc., that we didn't expect to find these problems to still be as huge as they are. And our brothers and sisters around the world who are facing oppression, they deserve our attention. And specifically our brothers and sisters in Palestine who have been dubbed terrorists and who have been dubbed uh, to be part of a clash and the list goes on. They've been suffering for far too long. The time has come for our voices to be heard. It's no longer just a story that we as Muslims speak about. This time around, the atrocities committed by the apartheid Israeli government and their armies was felt by the rest of the world, not only by Muslims. And we saw the apartheid for what it is. And as South Africans who have you know, lived through a struggle, fought through the struggle, survived the struggle, and now on the other side, we are still facing the repercussions of that struggle. We know far too well about what this type of suffering entails. And we can relate to a certain degree. Of course, it's very different. But then we come across incidents within our own communities where we find that this racism and this Zionism is still very much prevalent. So just the other day I saw a WhatsApp status uh, by a friend of mine and uh, it was from a gentleman by the name of David Mostet. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his surname correctly. And it had some really bad hate speech in there about how the protest on Three Anchor Bay, you know, people the Jewish people need to be very careful about that because, you know, these Muslims, they could just blow up. Um, and I'm paraphrasing. And uh, I took a lot of offense to this. And I, I knew immediately that many people would take offense to this. And immediately we, we posted about this on Facebook. And uh, many people, you know, cried out that this is hate speech and we are not going to tolerate this as Muslims, as South Africans, as Capetonians, as humans. You pick, right? And um, alhamdulillah, the, the pressure mounted to the point where the employer of this particular individual also commented that disciplinary action was being taken or, or was taking place. Uh, just about an hour and a half to two hours ago, I saw an apology by this person, which is, of course, um, as a result of the pressure that was coming forth and so on. Be that as it may, subsequently, I saw another video by this young girl and uh, she, 
from what I could judge on the video, this young girl puts up a flag on that uh, iconic sunglasses or spectacles at uh, Three Anchor Bay, where we normally go and sight the moon. And she's approached by a white lady uh, with with the question, apparently, of are you a terrorist? I'm not going to say any more about this. I actually want you to see the video in case you haven't seen it before. And then we'll take it from there, inshallah ta'ala. Subhanallah. So that uh, really struck a chord with me and many others as well. And I thought, you know what? I need to find who this woman is. I couldn't find the identity of the of the woman coming with, you know, the terrorism argument. But I did manage to track down our sister Tahira, who actually uh, put up the flag and faced this lady's aggression, her racism. And I thought, let's speak to Tahira for her to tell us about exactly what transpired. And just before I do that, I just received a voice note uh, from the brother who actually told me about the protests on that Sunday. Uh, one of the Masjid committee members of Mowbray Masjid, uh, Brother Yusri, he told me that, you know, there's the cycling uh, protest. So the cyclists are going to protest. They're going to ride from Randubash Common all the way uh, to Three Anchor Bay and beyond. And he wanted me to be part of that. And I actually joined the protest later on through his invitation. And he told me about what they experienced on the day as well. So I'm actually going to play his voice note, inshallah. The sound isn't uh, too great, but bear with me. Listen to the message. This is, I mean, we now have two isolated incidents. You know, that's what they would call it. But... This is it goes beyond what we know about. So, the racism and the Zionism in our communities is actually very scary. This is the voice note. Leaving your WhatsApp message now about Zionism and racism, and I just wanted to let you know. Um, I remember on Sunday I said to you we had uh, the cycling fraternity come together, and we also had a, a protest cycle uh, from Rondebosch Common to to Campsbain and um, on our on our route um, to when we came to to Sea Point um, there were people standing on their balconies um, and in Hebrew um, saying God loves Israel um, shouting at, at the cyclists and uh, long live Israel we had fellow cyclists coming um, from the other direction also um, you know, cycling past or, or running past us and shouting, um, you know, long live Israel, long live Israel. But they cowards, man. We, we even had um, some youths throwing eggs at the cyclists at Sea Point Circle. Um, and then they hide, you know what I mean, uh, in the apartments and stuff. Uh, I remember one uh, uncle also getting upset. You can imagine cycling and somebody throws you with eggs and you say to them, you cyclists, why don't you come down? But they hide, you know, and they refuse to come down um, because they're scared. Not that you're going to retaliate, uh, but they, they do it in a manner where, you know, the they kind of <clears throat> stick the needle. But, but I think in general, I think that's the reaction actually that you want because you actually get under their skin, you know. Um, and we advised all our members before, and if you encounter something like that, just laugh, laugh at them, you know, because I think that upsets them uh, even further. So I, I just thought, and I'd let you know. Okay, so welcome. Subhanallah. So again, I, I don't know what I'm more shocked about, the fact that they are, um, you know, these atrocities happening in the world, or the fact that people support these atrocities in our own community. 
Um, I believe there's a problem with the with the YouTube feed. If I could have one of the viewers perhaps inform me. If you are having an issue with the YouTube feed, um, there are several other channels that can also uh, be accessed. So it's, there's the Abu Tazkia channel, which is on Facebook, as well as uh, the Isnad Academy channel on Facebook. Then there's both the Abu Tazkia and Isnad Academy channels on YouTube as well. So based on what I can see here, I think uh, it's happening. Yeah, it seems to be no issue. So Jazakumullah khairan, I'll move on. So I managed to make contact with uh, Sister Tahira Abrams while in right now, and she can tell us about the incident. And then I'd like to comment and, and hear from, from you guys as well as to what you uh, feel and, and what are your opinions about this? Because we are making a difference. Our voices are being heard. Um, Subhanallah, our voices are being heard to the point that Discovery South Africa responded and they, they took action. I don't know exactly the, the extent of the action that they are taking and will be taking, but the fact of the matter is our voices are being heard and we need to make our voices heard as much as we possibly can because Subhanallah, the time for silence is over. You know, complacency, that it's just unacceptable. The Prophet said, if you see something wrong, Whosoever sees something wrong among you, change it with your hand, change it physically. If you cannot change it physically, speak out against it. If you cannot speak out against it, then at least feel bad about it in your heart. And that's the weakest form of faith. So the time is now to take action. And we, we all have voices, so let us make our voices heard. Here is the voice of Sister Tahira Abrams, uh, Sister Tahira, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I pray that you're well, doing? inshallah. We're all well, alhamdulillah. And I'm so happy that I could track you down, um, for lack of a better expression. Don't worry, we're not stalking you. But uh, <laughs> we we really just, you know, when I saw the video, I was I was absolutely, um, I was absolutely enraged. You know, that that's the sea point that I run at. That's the same pavilion that I run at. That there are racists, so many of them, you know, walking around there who would be as, uh, <laughs> subhanAllah, they have the audacity to approach you. Please tell us what took yeah. place uh, during your entire experience there. Bismillah. Sure. So um, a friend and I, we decided that we were going to put up flags and signs throughout Cape Town. Um, we had a massive banner that was on one of the bridges uh, over the M5. We went to the waterfront and on those statues of Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu, we put a whole bunch of signs and flags. And it started at the waterfront already. There were a bunch of people unhappy with that. Mm. Um, I was yelled at a bunch there. The, some guy walked past and said, oh, it's a disgrace uh, that you're doing this on Nelson Mandela's statue. Meanwhile, it was a quote that Nelson Mandela had said about Palestinians. Yeah, and then um, literally like 10 minutes after that, the security guard came to us and said, we need to take down our signs because someone had complained, it's private property, et cetera, et cetera. Um, wow. We then, yeah, we then went to Seapoint because there was a protest happening there. We joined the protest and then we broke away for a little while to put up um, our signs and our flags. Um, we knew that it was going to be something that was disruptive. As we know, people get very touched about inanimate objects, you know, statues, paintings, libraries. It's all very sentimental to people, mm. except human lives, of course. And um, 
yeah, this woman walks up to me as I'm busy taking a picture and she asks, are you a terrorist? Yes, I know. <laughs> it was, it was just, it was weird. Um, I think she was partly offended by the sign that was in my hand, which said from the river to the sea. Um, yeah, we argued about for about 20 minutes. Um, the video was, I think, only like, I think 20 seconds long, but um, we obviously didn't record the whole thing. There were a few people that came and argued with me, um, but for the most part, she she didn't even know what she was speaking about. It was so surprising to me that she would come up and ask, are you a terrorist? It's, like, it's incredible. I, I can't believe it. <laughs> What's so bizarre to me is that Hamas gets called terrorists for defending Palestinians and I get called a terrorist for putting up a flag. So I'm just curious, like, what exactly do they want? What what form of protest is acceptable or should we just shut up and allow this to happen? Yeah, you see the terrorist card. Now, this is not saying anything about terrorism per se. But once you have the terrorist card and the terrorist license on your side, all you need to do is brand the people as terrorists and then you can basically commit genocide and the world will watch and basically yeah. cheer you on. Because this is exactly what was done here in South Africa. Nelson Mandela, the ANC and many other organizations were officially branded as terrorists not too long ago. Yep. And yep. now we're seeing the same thing happening when a people who has I don't even want to get into the politics about it, but Hamas, who was voted in, defends their people and they are called terrorists. They defend the honor yep. of Majid al-Aqsa, they are, they are called terrorists. And that makes it absolutely okay to murder babies, yeah. men, women yeah. and children. And the fact that we have people, ignorant people around us, who dare to publicly state that they are... Are we getting some feedback there on that side? Um, to publicly state that they are in support of Israel and call Palestinians terrorists, let alone, you know, Muslims from Cape Town, you know, uh, this is unacceptable. And I would like to, I'm going to play that video again, you know, and this time around, I actually want everyone watching to try to identify this woman. And as we did with David, you know, David Mosti from Discovery South Africa, we need to find out uh, who would dare associate themselves with such a racist? And we need to call her out. We need to call her out so that, you know, these racists, these Zionists, they should not feel comfortable uh, in our city, our free democratic society. They should know that we will not stand for this uh, at all whatsoever. And, uh, you know, we will, we will stand together as a people. This is not a Muslim thing. Because it's, you know, when, when, when Israel bombs uh, Gaza, they don't send bombs that are halal bombs, you know, it only attacks Muslims and avoids everybody else. Uh, the bombs don't discriminate and the, the racism doesn't discriminate either. So let's just watch that one more time. And there's so many comments. Uh, I just really want us to, to do our best as far as making a difference is concerned. So let's just watch this again. So 
subhanallah. Um, so she, you asked her if you were to put up an Israeli flag, would she have a problem with that? Would she call you a terrorist? Would she ask you if you are a terrorist? And she said no. Is that correct? She said no with a whole case. She said no. It's it was completely bizarre. It was an insane conversation. It was clear that I wasn't speaking to someone that was going to change their mind about anything. When you come straight out of the gate with a question like, "Are you a terrorist?" It's clear that your mind isn't going to change. And on social media, I've had lots of people tell me I shouldn't have raised my voice. I shouldn't be so aggressive. I should educate rather than get angry. But um, I'm not going to take on the responsibility to educate racists. They can do that on their own time. There's, there's this idea that every time we are met with harassment, as people of color, we need to show, we need to show sympathy and empathy for the racists because, you know, it's difficult for them. But it's difficult for us. It's difficult for us to have to constantly deal with this type of stuff. And we shouldn't anymore. And I, I refuse to be patient and quiet and speak nicely to people like this because they come straight out of the gate with aggressive ideas like that. Mm. And I, I wonder if she had felt a little bit more emboldened, if she was in a group of people, if she was I don't, a little bit more confident, if she wasn't just standing in front of me in a public space, how far would her ideology take her? Absolutely. And that worries me because she calls me a terrorist, but her ideology is way more concerning than me putting up some flags. Subhanallah, absolutely. And I mean, as uh, the voice note that we heard earlier on was state, uh, stated, you know, cyclists just peacefully protesting, uh, peacefully riding through the Seapoint area. And uh, these people, you know, they were throwing eggs. This is, you know, I, I don't understand. How could we, how could we live by uh, this happening in our own city after everything that we've been through as a people. Um, and then if you take it to the religious front, don't we as Muslims have a responsibility to stand up against oppression and against terrorism and against uh, dhulm? You know, dhulm is, is pure oppression. I'd like to know from the viewers, um, if you know this person, uh, let's call them out. And if you know anyone who has been displaying uh, this type of racist behavior towards the terrorists, towards the protesters, towards uh, the people of Palestine in our democratic society, then know that we have a democratic right to speak out as they speak out. If there are people who are bold enough to say, I support Israel forever, um, then we should be bold enough to go to their very beloved sea point, their beloved sea point, and uh, exclaim that we support Palestine forever. As innocently as we did on Sunday past, we can do that again and again and again. In fact, uh, Tahira, I believe you, you are inviting people to a picnic as well. Um, tell us about that because I think that the protests in Seapoint has just begun and it's not going anywhere. So let us know what's the next move. So Saturday morning at 10 a.m. we are inviting you guys to chill with us in your flags and your scarves, in your bikes, your dogs, your whole family. Everyone is welcome. We're just going to occupy Seapoint because this is not about uh, Jews living in, in Seapoint and that's why we're targeting it. It's because 
constantly all of these movements have to be pushed to the brown parts of the city and Cape Town is segregated between the brown areas and the tourist areas and we need to take our movements to the tourist areas because mm. that's where we're most effective and that's where we get the most visibility we can't be changing the minds of people within our own communities because everyone in our community knows already what's happening right. and what's wrong yeah. But we have allowed people to live in these bubbles and to see brown people just as the ones that bring them the bull at dashes and nothing other than that. SubhanAllah. So I'm looking forward to that picnic as well and I'm inviting everyone there. But before I go, uh, this is a very important point, right? Um, I see there's some other comments. If I miss your comment, please forgive me. But all of your comments are really amazing and important. I'll make sure to go through all of them. Um, the point is this, the attitude of complacency that so many of us have unfortunately been suffering from, you know, ah, what's that going to do? Oh, it's another march. Oh, it's another poster. Oh, it's another chant. What difference is that going to make? Oh, no, we need to boycott Clover. We need to boycott K-Way and Cape Union Mart. And what difference is that going to make? You know, they're just going to carry on. The idea that we should just remain silent and wait for some government, some political leader, some army to stoop in and save the day. Uh, how do you feel about that now that you've seen the effect? And, and, and I'm asking you specifically because of what you had to face. Uh, the other day I actually asked my wife, I said, uh, Shamina, if, if, if somebody were to come up to you and uh, you know, blatantly say that they support Israel, and that they are against the Palestinians and call you a terrorist, how would you react? And lo and behold, yeah, you actually went through this this very thing and so many others. So with that attitude in mind, what would you say to people who still think that we don't have anything to do or that we don't really have any power? We 100% power. Israel is unable to control the narrative anymore. We see even mainstream media is starting to lean more to and it's because the war crimes that we're seeing, the ethnic cleansing that we're seeing is it's unavoidable. You have to call it what it is. And our movements, this is what we have. Our social media is what we have. I've seen massacre after massacre in Gaza. And this is the first time where I've really seen the narrative completely changing. And that Absolutely. is because of social and it is because people continue to speak out. And Palestinian activists themselves have said that it's the fact that we're posting and posting and posting. I mean, if, if anyone that's been posting can, can talk about uh, these Zionist accounts that come out of the way, and you look at the account and it has like no followers, no posts, because all of these are bot accounts. Israel is struggling to control the narrative. So every single post, every single share, every single thing you do is important. And it may not seem like a march is important or Anything like that really makes a big difference, but it does. It does because when we aren't there, when we don't show up, then they think that everything's fine. Mm. And there's this video of this old man standing in the rubble in Gaza, and he says, how has the world let this happen? How did they stand by and let this happen to us? And that's the only thing that I think about whenever I do any of this stuff, is that we can't let them feel like we've left them. It may be difficult. You may have other things. Maybe you want to post your your pictures of your yeah. food. But Palestine first, just for a little while. Subhanallah, absolutely. Um, I I'm going to once again reiterate. So we all of us, I'm including myself in this. We're going to be having a picnic this weekend at Sea Point, inshallah. 
So bring your families out, bring your blankets. We're going to have a jolly old good picnic, very peaceful. And uh, we're going to be smiling with our Palestinian flags and hoping and praying that Allah Ta'ala accept these uh, humble efforts just so that we can, you know, at least stand in the day of judgment and say, we did something, we tried, you know, we, we might not have made a significant impact in the eyes of man, but perhaps in the eyes of God, we can make a significant impact. Um, again, just tell us the details of that uh, picnic so that we, we all make sure that we can, you know, set the date, set the time. It's Saturday at 10 a.m. and we can go to the beloved sunglasses and we can gather around there since it's such a, you know, important monument. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that the sun, I mean, how can you possibly desecrate a pair of spectacles, you know? Yeah. Um, but Actually, I, funny story about, uh, about those sunglasses. Um, there was an art competition in Seapoint to see which artist would have the um, art on display and this artist uh, won the competition obviously and has his sunglasses on display and he said that it was Nelson Mandela's sunglasses looking out at Robben Island but initially the sunglasses was in Camp Bay and he only made up the story so that he could get them in and win this competition so if anything putting flags on it has just made it more important and maybe it's better for the artist yeah yeah absolutely it's so uh it's so artistic. What's the word I'm looking for? Poetic. It's poetic. It's absolutely poetic. Because we, we will change the perspective. We will change the narrative, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, and we'll use their beloved sun, sunglasses or spectacles as, uh, as that symbol. So uh, everybody sharpen your numbers. And again, let's call these guys out. I don't care. If you did it by accident, as David Mostead said, and you're so regretful about it, at the end of the day, your attitude is showing us a disease that's still prevalent. It's not that, uh, you know, you made a mistake or uh, you regret what you did. Fine. You know, that's between you and God and, and the people, you know, I'm not going to judge your sincerity on that. But the disease is still there and we need to get rid of that disease that's that's the bottom line um it's not a muslim thing and 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 people i've, I've seen a response on on the internet like why are muslims saying it's not a muslim thing you know why are you looking for uh kuffar to kind of assist you to liberate aqsa and so on i don't I, th I think you're missing the point here there are elements of religion there are elements of politics but then there's also the plain and simple truth that Children are being massacred. Children are being slaughtered and killed. And that is a human thing. When our, when our own country was going through this type of, you know, a similar type of oppression, the world stood up, the world voiced their opinions, and the pressure mounted. That was in an age where there was no social media. We have the power, we have the voices, and we will make our voices heard. In fact, I actually prepared for this. One moment. <laughs> I recorded that at the uh, Sunday March and I thought I need to, I need to get this out there as well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody there, inshallah. Did you say Sunday or Saturday? I see we're having a confusion here. There's a debate. Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> 
Right. So that's Saturday at 10. We will be supporting uh, the, the Palestinian people and we'll be supporting Sister Tahira and we will be looking uh, to rid our city of racism and Zionism and we will be voicing our our opinions and our support for the Palestinian people. And inshallah ta'ala may Allah accept this from us. That's that's all that we really wanted to say. And uh, do you have anything that you'd like to add, uh, Sister Tahira, before we let you go and end this program? Yeah, just to add on to your point um, about the Muslim issue, as we could, could see from Sunday, despite the fact that it's something that's happening all the way on the other side of the world, it's people in South Africa that experienced racism and hatred from white people in this country. So if we allow oppression to exist anywhere, that mentality just exists everywhere. We saw it with Donald Trump when he said racist things. All of these Facebook groups in South Africa started to use that same rhetoric. And so we can't allow that. Not not just for Palestine, we can't allow it to happen to black people. We can't allow it to happen to the women in, in South Africa. We have to fight on every single front. Like the saying goes, we aren't free until we're all free. Subhanallah. Um, I, I, I once again just want to reiterate that when I saw uh, that that clip, I was like, I need to find this woman. I did not know how to contact you. I didn't. I, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't know that we could actually call someone via Instagram. I don't use Instagram often. And then I figured it out and I contacted you immediately. So really, you know, mashallah, uh, may Allah use you as one of the the frontline soldiers to liberate uh, our people in, in, in Aqsa and the Palestinians. And may many, many youth follow suit, you know, when you are approached and when you are the victim of racism, let your tongue not be silent for that is not the time to be silent. We stand together and the world will stand with you. We have absolutely no, uh, we have no reservations about the fact that we will not tolerate racism, we will not tolerate hate speech, and we will not tolerate oppression. Not in our city, not in the world. So shukran uh, Tahira on behalf of uh, the Ummah of Islam in Cape Town and on behalf of humanity. Um, may Allah increase you in your fervor and may the fight, may the fight continue. Ameen. Jazakumullah khairan to all the Barakallah khairan to you and to all of the viewers. Uh, we will see you on uh, Saturday, inshallah, at 10. Um, if you can't make it, if you can't make it, uh, you know, send someone in your in your steed. Spread the word and uh, spread the love. We need to be as, as eager and as passionate about our cry and our purpose now as we were uh, at the start of the atrocity. Right? Let us not, let us not uh, fade out now because they would love that. They would love that so that they can build up once again. Jazakumullah khairan to everyone. Uh, I thank you for joining us. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And to you, Sister Tayra, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh as well. That was Sister Tahira. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share. We will be following up with that program on Saturday. We will, uh, I'll try to do a live broadcast from there, inshallah ta'ala. Um, so do subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook and so on. Let's stand together. We can do this, people. We can really do this. I'm very, uh, I'm very 
positive about the way things are happening now because we are standing together for a cause greater than ourselves. May Allah accept it from us. And uh, don't forget to keep making dua. Cry to Allah as much as you cry to Allah in Ramadan for your own sins. Cry to Allah to assist. When we reform ourselves, we will have the assistance of Allah on our side. Don't belittle any of the efforts. Self-reformation is a major effort towards the liberation of uh, our people in Palestine as well. And any way that you can get involved, please do. Jazakumullah khairan again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.